So you're using WordPress and you have your business online. The next question is, now what? With so much to do and so little time, it's hard to figure out where you should put your energy. WordPress might be the foundation for your website, but it's what you do with your business that counts. In this podcast, we'll talk about building and running an online business, but you have to be willing to do the work and just show up. My name is Kim Doyle, aka the WordPress Chick, and this is the WordPress Chick Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the WordPress Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. I'm really excited today. This is one of those interviews that I thought instantly when I connected with my guest, I thought I, I need to have this guy on. And, and I'll explain why in a minute. But my guest is Ben Perry. Ben, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Kim. So I connected with Ben through his Facebook group, which is Facebook. It's an organic Facebook traffic group. Facebook organic traffic secrets. Is that what it's called? I'm so sorry. (laughs) Organic (laughs) Facebook secrets. Thank you. So easy for me to say. Um, And and we're going to get into everything you're doing. But I'm going to tell you, Ben, like what I loved most about this. And it's funny because I came across you through a thread where you had asked people to type why to stay on your list or something like, I forget what it was to stay on your friend thing. And there was just something about the way you show up online <clears throat> that really resonated with me. And I started watching, so I joined the group and I started watching some of your live streams. And the, again, it's the way you show up. You have to be one of the most genuine down to earth people that I've come across in a long time. So for that, kudos to you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's interesting that you say that actually. Why is that? that? Have you been told that? Well, no, that that particular post that you talk about, because uh, I remember that post very clearly. I had said uh, I'd reached my 5,000 friend limit, and I said, uh, you know, type. I said um, something to the effect of, I'm going to unfriend anybody who hasn't engaged with me by May 1st. And at this point, it was in the middle of April. And I said, type S to stay friends. Is that the one that you remember? I think so. It was at, it was something. It was a single letter. Yeah. Right. So I said, type S to stay friends. And it's very. I think it's just very interesting that you say that you were, uh, that was appealing to you the way that I showed up. There was a lot of people who that did not appeal to, and they ended up uh, just unfriending themselves, which was which was very interesting. Um, it still got the engagement that I was looking for. So I think there was over uh, 400 people who had commented by the time that post reached the end of its like lifespan. So that's really interesting. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. And here's here's because it's and I'm not somebody that does and I didn't really I don't know. I think a lot of people will do tactical stuff on Facebook and, you know, and, and they're really polarizing. I, I'm not really a what's the word I'm looking for? I, I don't have a problem taking a stance or having an opinion, but I'm also not out there to cause a scene or just, I, I don't argue with people online. I really stay away from it, but I don't, I don't have a problem taking a stand. And, and I also look at things sort of through a marketer's eyes as well. So it's like, huh, this is interesting. And cause I did see some of the comments, you know, where, where, where people were saying stuff. And, and to me still, it wasn't one of those, you know, I, I really stay away from, anything political or anything like that because like the one or two times I have it's opened a shitstorm, and I'm like, I don't have the energy for this in my life. Um, but I just, I, I don't know what it was that, that made me say, cause I didn't think your post was, um, all right. You know, if you want to stay in my inner circle, it didn't come across that way. It was just like, Hey, I'm going to clean up. And, you know, so for what it's worth, I don't know. I liked it, but really it was seeing how you engaged in your Facebook group and how you show up. Um, so before we get into that, though, you know, before connecting, give me a little bit of your history. Like, what what have you been doing? What have you? How long have you been on doing your online business? Um, you know, so give me a little bit of your your story. Absolutely. So uh, in 2013, the end of 2013, I was wrapping up the end of a 10 year uh, military enlistment, um, and by wrapping up. Uh, I mean, I was kicked out for drug abuse. So I was uh, quickly very uh, found myself having to uh, find a way to make money and to um, basically 
joined this entire online like internet marketer world. I had already kind of went to Brandon Bouchard's Experts Academy in 2013 and um, and had learned a, a few things. And so since I've been out since uh, 2014, I have uh, I've been helping people in a coaching context for two years. And then I finally dropped the coach and just said, I'm just going to help people with their their sales and marketing. And it's been that way ever since. Okay, so a few questions on that. So did you did you think you were going to have, was your intention to have a uh, military career? Absolutely not. Um, I, to give you the 30-second version, my high school suite in our heart and I, we, get, we got pregnant. Um, I wanted to do the right thing. We got married. I joined the military. I was, and I was vehemently against the military. But you do things in order to, to. What you think you're supposed to do. Exactly. So we married. I joined the submarine force. I went into the Navy on submarines. Our relationship uh, ended after two years and I was still in the military. Well, when my daughter was six years old, we found out that she had cancer, neuroblastoma. Oh my God. And what was so great about it was that the military covered 100% of her medical bills. And wow. her medical bills went into the millions. Wow. Neuroblastoma, she had to have chemotherapy, bone marrow transplant, radiation, the whole nine yards. Not to mention the mass that we found was in the small of her back. At the time that we found it, her spine had already started to curve to, to kind of uh, bow mm -hmm. because the mass was pushing her spine, right? So even though she was in remission from cancer after she went through all of the, the chemotherapy and radiation, her spine had massive scoliosis. And so for the next six years up until now, you know, she, um, she still had health complications and the, the, uh, the medical bills were still piling on. Well, me being in the military, I was grateful and appreciative that the military was covering all of those expenses. However, I hated my job mm -hmm. in the military. It served its purpose when I first joined, but then after a while, something works until it doesn't. And I knew that I, my, my, my passion for being in the military was lost. And I wanted to pursue my entrepreneurial endeavors. However, reenlistment in the military is a completely voluntary thing. Nobody makes you reenlist. But with my daughter's illness and her medical bills, I did not see an option for me to willfully get out of the military. Because if while I was in, the military was going to cover 100% of the medical bills, then I needed to stay in. So... In essence, I saw that freedom taken away from me. I was like a bird in a cage with the cage door open and I couldn't fly out. And so I became really depressed and I used cocaine, eventually was found out and then kicked out of the military, thus increasing <laughs> the, uh, the, the circumstances of you know, the horrible circumstances that I found myself in. Wow, you know, there's a there's a lot to that. Your daughter is doing well today. Yes, she's 12 years old. She has, um, she's still in remission, and she has rods in her back that helps to strengthen or to straighten her back. Mm -hmm. um, they're magnetic rods, actually. So anybody who's familiar with rods having to straighten your back, these are magnetic, so they're not intrusive. Them having to go in every six months and kind of manually go in and kind of lengthen them because they're magnetic. They can magnetically uh, lengthen the rods as she grows. So it's actually very, very good. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure that is, you know, there, there's nothing like, you know, life circumstances that will, you know, force your hand to a certain extent and, and feeling that, you know, not with a child, but I lost my husband in 2003 in a car accident and our, and our kids were six and two and I was working full time, but you know, there's nothing like you get to a point and 
I was working full time in retail management and you get to this point where it's like, this is no life. I can't do this either. And so something gives and there's been a lot of hellish years in there. But at some point you, you know, in a way, you know, I would say that, you know, getting depressed and, and using drugs was it was you sort of this internal your soul knew you needed to get out. And so you found a way out, in essence, um, because it was not similar, but in the sense that, you know, I, I I ended up, I got myself fired and I was on track to get promoted. And mind, mind you, I was paying someone out of my pocket to work off the clock because I couldn't put in more time. <laughs> but, but still it was like, I knew I needed to get out and there was no way I could walk away from as a sole provider and benefits, all, all of it. So, you know, certainly not, I can't imagine with the child how hard that must have been. But I do think when you've got that internal drive that there's got to be a better way to live, it's it's hard, and I think, right? And I think a lot of people listening to this who may have a full-time job or maybe doing work they don't like, you know, it, and this is, I'm not one of those people that's like, just work harder and screaming and yelling at people. I, I can't stand that mentality. But there comes a point where you kind of shit or get off the pot and it's, it's, I, I don't know what it is. And you either get brought to your knees and are forced or you find a way out somewhere else. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And for, for me, it was, uh, it, it was the latter. I was, um, yeah, I was forced, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and that allowed me, I, I always think of, um, JK Rowling, JK Rowling's got a quote where she says, you know, rock bottom is the foundation I use to, to build my life back on. Amen. And that's where that's what happened to me at the end of 2013. So everybody in the military, as I was getting kicked out, was telling me that my life was over. McDonald's won't even hire you anymore because you've been kicked out for drug abuse. And I did not see my life as falling apart. I saw my life as falling into place. I saw my life as now I actually get to do the things that I've always wanted to do. I've wanted to have an Internet marketing business but i knew that being stationed on a submarine when the submarine goes on six-month deployments underneath the water there's no internet access under there there's no working on your side hustle for after your nine to five job (laughs) yeah so i was so so appreciative to be out and i hit the ground running yeah you did i i I mean and again i don't know all the from from you know 2014 to now but in a way to me i'm like I see Ben everywhere now. Um, so thank you for sharing your story. And I, you know, and I do think there is this element. And let me, let me ask you this. Have you found that the more you share that story, the more people connect with you? There are a certain amount of people that do. Yes. What, what I found, and this is not necessarily, uh, I know you brought me on for the organic Facebook secrets part. But I think that this human part really has a lot to do with it because that's what we promote inside of the group is authenticity and transparency. So I find the more that I tell this story, which the first time you tell it, it's it's the hardest thing in the world. I totally hear you. <laughs> that phone call to my my daughter's mother, the first time that I had to tell her that I lost our daughter's medical insurance was the hardest conversation that I ever had to make, the hardest call. So as I've told this story, it certainly helps people to resonate because this is very personal and it's very painful. But the more that I tell it, the less of a hold that it has on me and the more that I find that I inspire others because what's most personal is most universal. What people hold in and they think it's only happening to them what they find is that that very personal thing is happening to everybody. Just nobody's talking about it. You know what? <laughs> I love this stuff too, Ben. So this conversation, we're definitely going to talk about organic Facebook, but I think this is hugely important as well. And, you know, I just did, I hit episode 150 last week. and so I Congratulations. Did, thank you. Thank you. So I did this recap of what I've learned through, through doing this um, and one of the things was, you know, everybody has this, everybody goes through shit in their lives. It's just not everybody talks about it. And there really is um, a freedom in desensitizing yourself to the story. And I'm sure you've heard the saying, you know, we're sick as our secrets. And it's as soon as you can can share that story, and it's going to touch somebody, it's going to inspire somebody. But it's just you're able to to show up more, you're able to 
you know, bring your gifts to the world because it's not holding you back anymore. I, I totally agree. I absolutely love that, Ben. Thank you for sharing that. My pleasure. That's, that's part of what I'm here to do. <laughs> well, you, you know, you're, I love it. So let's, let's shift a little bit. So you, you got into this, the internet marketing space and, you know, how did you jump into this? Cause I'm sure there are a lot of people that are, that are wondering, well, how, you know, okay. So you attended Brenda Burchard's conference. Where did you start? It's interesting. I actually started when I was 16, if you can believe it. Um, I know some of the listeners are going, okay, military. What do you mean 16? Um, no, when I was 16, I actually stumbled across uh, a man named David D'Angelo. He, he basically, uh, he taught men how to get dates with women. So of course I was a frustrated 16 year old teenager and, um, and I just wanted to learn how to pick up chicks. And I, I got this guy's program and the program ended up teaching me basically how to quote unquote get more dates by actually becoming a man, by actually shedding off insecurities and becoming comfortable with myself in my own skin. And that program was when I was introduced to many of the foundations of personal development, such as Think and Grow Rich with Napoleon Hill, things like Jim Rohn, things like uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson, all of these personal development staples is uh is what i learned when i was 16 and so when i joined the military um i kind of went into this kind of like i i went on autopilot and i didn't think about any of this stuff but i really resonated with it Mm -hmm. and when i got when i got out i felt like i owed it to myself to make up lost time for for all of the personal development stuff and the marketing and sales that I hadn't capitalized on while I was in the military. And so I, I jumped right back on it. I got onto Facebook and I started friend requesting anybody and everybody <laughs> who said they were a coach or a consultant because I knew that the fastest way for me to get the results that I wanted was to find somebody who was already living the life that I wanted and to go surround myself with them um, and to do it no matter what, to do whatever it took. I love this. And it's it, so you, you jumped onto Facebook full board, what, like 2014? Uh, 2013, actually. Okay, 2013. So, yeah. So at the end of uh, 2013, in uh, December, actually, I started to send out mass friend requests. And in February of 2014, I found a an individual who had agreed to be a mentor of mine for $2,000. I did not have $2,000, Kim. Mm-hmm. And so what I did was I went and I took out my military retirement. Almost $9,000 for the last 10 years was what I had saved up for military retirement. And I used $2,000 to pay for the mentor I used 500 to pay for a sales training happening in San Diego and the rest of the money I used to pay off late car notes and car insurance and everything else that I was late on since I got kicked out. (laughs) (laughs) So from the time you started this though, you've not not had a job. So you've been able to make this work and, and you know, your side hustle became your full hustle, but um, you've not had to go seek regular employment. That's true. I did use the GI Bill to take me to film school. So while I was going to film school, the GI Bill pays a stipend, I guess, to um, to help offset the ability to to they basically pay for your rent mm-hmm. while you go to school. So so while I was going to film school, I immersed myself in all things sales and marketing, all things sales and marketing. I studied David Ogilvy. I studied Eugene Schwartz's breakthrough advertising. All of these copywriting like professionals, um, Dan Kennedy marketing, Evan Pagan marketing, uh, Frank Kern marketing. Uh, anybody who had an edge, anybody who had something that caught my eye, I listened to them. I followed them. I quote unquote funnel hacked them. I swiped you know headlines from them. And I just had this kind of marketing mindset wherever I went. I didn't realize it at the time, but that's what it was. 
I freaking love that. I swear to God, Ben, I'm sitting here because first of all, I have to tell you, like I, I'm a total self-help personal development sort of junkie. I've been through all of the authors, everything. I've seen a lot of them speak live and, and I'm constantly putting something into my brain, right? So I absolutely love that. And then I, I love the fact that you went and studied, you know, Ogilvy and, and Eugene Schwartz and stuff. I've sort of done this. Um, like I followed Frank and Evan and all those guys and stuff too, but I, I went back probably a year and a half ago and kind of started going back to fundamentals of, of just mm-hmm. solid direct response marketing. And it's so, you know, people get really caught up in tactics and really I've been preaching to master the fundamentals, <laughs> and, you know, like where we were talking and I see Kudos to you for your your daily emails too, because they're you know connecting with people, and and having those conversations and working on mastering the craft of simply writing, and it's so beneficial in so many different ways. So um, I just I'm like everything you say, I'm like ah, oh, that's another reason I love that. <laughs> so, um, okay, so let's let's shift a little bit. So and you've been doing coaching, you want to shift in. So with organic Facebook and. I know you didn't come out of nowhere, but it was like, I saw you sort of, I don't know, blow up. You, you are everywhere. You are showing up constantly. So first of all, why, why this focus on organic Facebook? Honestly, I didn't even want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my idea. It totally wasn't. Uh, my girlfriend actually is the one that uh, kind of got me on this direction. I was, um, you know, I had been a quote-unquote coach, a, a, a very broke coach, and because um, of what I would do is I'd get on these calls with people, and I would coach my heart out and just have a powerful conversation, and I would make an offer at the very end, and then somebody would say, sorry, I don't have the money, or I'll get back to you, or you forever changed my life, all these romantic sayings, basically, and I would hang up the phone, and I would still be broke. And so I abandoned that model because uh, it wasn't working. And I decided that I was going to go in a completely different direction. And based on some of the sales and marketing that I paid for via a uh, few mentors of mine, I decided to pivot. Now, before I pivoted to something, I knew that I needed to pivot in the first place. And I didn't know what that was. So during December, January of this last year, I went Facebook dark for 40 days, which was a huge thing for me because I'm always on Facebook. And during that time, I was soul searching, trying to figure out what it is that I can offer to the world. I know I have something, but what is it? And I came out of that and my girlfriend said, well, why don't, why don't you just do this? I said, what, what do you mean this? She's like, Facebook. Why don't you teach people how you use Facebook? And I laughed at her. I was like, yeah, right. Like people are going to like listen to me be like, okay, yeah, Ben, roll their eyes. All right, you, you show us how to use Facebook. She's like, no, you don't understand. I've never seen anybody use Facebook like you do. Like you get private messages. You get people commenting on your stuff like in a way that I have never seen happen before. You should teach this. So I said, okay. I wrote a post on Facebook called How to Generate Red Hot Organic Engagement. Red Hot Facebook Organic Engagement. And I gave five tips. That one post, like 100 different comments on it. And I had comments on that post that said, Ben, I never save anything on Facebook this is the first post that I've saved because it's that good. That's fantastic. So my mind, I saw, okay, there, there, um, my opportunity mind goes, what can I do with this? And so I made a post that said, if I were to create a group where I talk about and give a one-time training on how I generate red-hot organic Facebook engagement, would that be of interest to you? Type Y below. 120 comments, 120 people typed Y and said, yes, I want to be in that group. Yes, I want to attend that training. So I created the group. I added those people inside of the group. And then I created the training, the event inside of the training. So you know you can create these Facebook events. Mm -hmm. 
So I created the Facebook event and I invited the people that were inside of the group. 90 people RSVP'd and said they were coming to the live training. 60 people showed up live, Kim. Awesome. That is an insane amount of people showing up. Like I've never seen anything like that. I say that well, you know what's crazy is I you know, I ha- I still have a webinar platform <clears throat> that I would use for marketing and teaching. You know, people have already paid for stuff, but <clears throat> live streaming <laughs> I shared on that one live stream years. It was like I had more people on a live stream than I than I get on webinars live. I'm like, it's it's a phenomenal platform. And so here's here's what I love about this mainly is that you just did it. So many people get so like stuck in this. Well, I need to map and play. You just implement, you take action. And you know, there's, and it's, there is this transparency along the way. Hey, I'm thinking of doing this. Do you want to do it? Yes. Okay, great. Then I set up the group and you're following through on what you say you're going to do. So, um, there wasn't some master strategy. You simply <laughs> took out, well, which, and I mean, I think strategies come and they evolve and there's, there's definitely a place for that, but you you so you need you need data right to create a strategy and you went out and got the data <laughs> right it's it's interesting the very training that i gave inside of the facebook group i had one person tell me what are your qualifications for this <laughs> like what qualifies you to be able to talk about this i'm like i don't know like a week ago this whole thing wasn't even a thing isn't that crazy it's so funny no one's ever asked me for it it's just you know <clears throat> People that get stuck in qualifications are still stuck, probably trying qualifications, to qualifications, <laughs> certifications. You know, um, they don't like they have they let a degree trump their pedigree. Well, that and if you even look at qualifications, like I know, you know, digital marketer has all these certifications out there now, and it's it's funny to me because I'm like somebody can complete your course and get your certification, that doesn't mean they're good at what right. they did. It's at the end of the day, if you get results, there's your qualification. <laughs> you you just said the number one thing, which is the most important thing of all this, and that's results. People want certifications. People want you know to go through a process to feel good about themselves, that they that they have had somebody else kind of wave a wand and say, you have permission now to go and do this thing, which I think is great. And it serves people who are inculcated with the educational system that you have to go through a series and jump through the hoops in order to be this person, climb yourself up the ladder. But there is a whole nother group of people called entrepreneurs who say, I'm going to go out there and I'm just going to do it. And I'm going to provide results. No need to climb a ladder. No need to prove myself. I can provide a result for this person. So that's what I'm going to do. No need to go through all the hoopla or red tape. And in fact, everybody, it pays off for everybody because this person gets what they want and I get what I want and I'm helping the marketplace. That makes sense. Oh, it totally makes sense. And the other thing with this is it's there, there's just, there is power in doing things. And, you know, I, I've done my fair share of paying for expensive programs, coaches, mentors, all of it. All of it has been, it was great. A friend of mine used this term because I was in a, a high ticket mastermind for a while. And it's like, I had amazing experiences and I met amazing people. Sometimes I cringe when I think about the money I spent. (laughs) She said, well, you know what? I just looked at that as that was the cost. That that was a tuition cost for clarity. And I'm like, okay, that was a great way to reframe it. Because here's the thing. Like I, I, I've done my fair share of paid traffic. I think it works. I think it has a solid um, space in a long-term marketing strategy, but there's no reason I, I don't think people should start there. Um, and I think organic has, they go hand in hand, right? When you get better at organic, you're going to have more data to do paid traffic. And too many people think, you know, buying ads or doing this is, is going to be the solution, but it's, it's showing up and doing the work. You know, I mean, having a platform and having a brand, I mean, I'm going, this is year nine for me <laughs> and it, it, there's been shifts and changes, but I've stuck with it. And, you know, so it's one of those things. And that that's where I see you, Ben, is, is showing up consistently and, and, and with live streaming. And so can you talk a little bit about, you know, how the live streaming is shifting your business and any 
tips you want to give on that? Absolutely. It's interesting you, you zoned in on the live streaming because that's a fairly new component that I have been kind of teaching about, but it but it's no less true. Live streaming is one of the fastest ways to generate uh, engagement. It's also one of the last few things that Facebook will push out to your audience for free. You go on live, whether it's on your business page or personal page, Facebook loves people that goes live, that go live. So if you go live and you have a set amount of people who have an affinity with you, and by affinity, I mean they like your stuff or they've engaged with your stuff. And I'm not just talking about people that like your statuses too. I'm talking about the people that are stalkers, the people that never <laughs> engage, the people that are the watching lurkers. in the background. The, exactly. And they go, how, how the fuck is he doing this? I have not paid for a single ad in the last month. I think I, I boost a post every now and then, but there's no like grand strategy behind uh, paying for Facebook. The reach that I have showing up everywhere, that is all because I have figured out a way to be able to use Facebook so that it will promote my material out there, not just to my audience, but to my audience's audience. And every time somebody shares, every time somebody um, fulfills a call to action that I put onto a live video of mine, the more that my reach grows and the more people say, Ben, I see you everywhere now. Yeah. And, and the thing is, it's, it's using this platform because it's the engagement. You know, it's I even was looking at um, so I'm in your group and and it's you know, the, the tough thing for me with Facebook groups, because I just launched a group that's got great engagement, too. And so it's like I'm having to be more selective. And it's like I think I. <laughs> I, I don't know, in a way, I need to say, okay, go in and engage, you know, twice a day or something with your group, Landon's group is great. Um, and, and really, because I've also got work to do. And I know, like, for me, I have to shut off distractions when I'm creating or writing or doing right. that, stuff like that. Um, but I even looked at, you know, I think it was a post Landon had put uh, Landon Porter in your group. And it was just it was a great little here, I did this, this worked or whatever. And then I followed Landon, then I jumped in his group. And I, I think there's been a shift, right? That I see this because I had I had grown this Facebook group early on. We're talking when I'd started 2008-ish. And it, wow. was, and it was the Women of Internet Marketing. And it grew really, really big. But it was one of those things that it ended up like I removed. So I just gave someone else the group because it became this like, here's my direct sales company. Here's my internet. Market. It was just, you know, right. because there wasn't. It was diluted. Uh, it was diluted. And I just, I wasn't really sure how best I was still new at what I was doing. And Facebook was still new to me. And, you know, fast forward and in my own group, and it, I'm all about sharing and engaging, but it, it is not about, you know, promo. Maybe there's one day that you can share something you're doing if you're looking for feedback, whatever. But, um, you know, I see that. And what's been great with your group is, the engagement is great. And I see, so t let's, let's share this because this is a great engagement, you know, segue is, so you're doing a, a live challenge. Talk about the Facebook live challenge you're doing with the people in the group right now. Totally organic. First and foremost, which you would expect from a group called organic Facebook secrets. <laughs> this, I, I, I want it to be very clear that I didn't like come up with some master plan with a bunch of yes men around me. That's that where I asked, okay, so what's the next thing that we feed to these people? That is the exact wrong approach. In fact, I mean, that's against all like entrepreneurial like um, uh, pedigree. In order to be successful, you have to go with where the market's at, right? What does the market want? So I just asked. I said it was a question of the day and I said, are you uncomfortable on video or not? And a whole bunch of people said yes. So then I said, if I were to do a five-day live video challenge, would that be of interest to you? Type Y below. Again, a whole bunch of people said, absolutely, I would love that. Two days later, we now have the five-day live video challenge. And that's – so I'm, I, I just want to, to stress this to everybody listening. There, You don't need – 
this master plan and mind maps and whiteboards and everything. You simply need to take action. Who was I talking with recently? And and I, I don't remember, but she was saying that one thing she noticed was, you know, she's kind of new to the IM space, but has been in tech and web dev and stuff. And and she said, it's interesting because all of these people, I think it's in a ClickFunnels group she was observing that a lot mm. of people will say, well, I want to do this. Will this work? And I want to do this. It's like, you just need to do it. <laughs> you know, right. so you, you cannot continue <laughs> asking for permission. There is no one size fits all. There are, there are certain strategies and there's, you know, you can get it like, when I when I hired the Facebook ad agency a year and a half ago, I mean we created KPIs and it was you know but but again I'd had a brand and I'd had an audience and I had data to pull this stuff from, so but but I have to tell you like when he's like well, what are your KPIs I'm like I don't know <laughs> you know so we right. we created them together but again I had been creating content doing the podcast I knew where people were engaging but it, you know I've said this a lot Ben is when I launched this podcast. I just wanted to have more fun in my business. That was it. Like, I never thought I was going to get into web dev or do any of that kind of stuff, which I don't do it anymore. But I said, you know what? I need to bring more of me into my business. I'm like, whatever. And it has been the best thing I've ever done. Second to that is the daily email that I do. But it's amazing to me how many people, why do you think that is that people hesitate so much about just doing it? They don't want to look stupid. <laughs> like, they they don't want to be embarrassed. Like it's you know if public speaking, getting up in front of people and speaking is like one of the greatest fears. Um, well, what's behind that fear? People thinking that you know you're less than people um, judging you, and there's nothing you can do about it. So by executing on something, and if you end up failing, that the pain of that perceived failure outweighs them starting in the first place. They, they don't even start because they already go all the way to the end of, I already see myself being laughed off stage and being the scorn of the internet marketing industry or whatever industry they're in. And so they don't even try because they allow that beautiful brain of theirs to think of something that is negative versus something that's positive. Yeah. And it, I, I totally agree. And at the end of the day, whether it's Facebook Live, writing a post, sending the email, for the most part, it's simply in your head. You know, most people are too busy worrying about themselves to quote unquote worry about you. And there's there's still gonna be there's gonna be haters and it was or, or trolls, but they yes. they start becoming less and less. And like I looked at it, I remember I I mean, the little kid in me was like, Oh, that was mean, you know, but but the marketer was like, sweet, you've got a better reach. So, you know, the troll starts showing up, you know, you're growing <laughs> in a way. because again, Absolutely. Right? <laughs> I've been getting lots of trolls lately. Um, I was unfriended by a couple of quote unquote big names. Um, I, I, I didn't come attacking on their walls. Um, and it was very interesting. Um, so, so it's, yeah, so, so I totally get that. Um, the whole, like having having the the Facebook like just going and doing it, it's it's like you you have the idea and you just go and you execute on it. Okay, so with that, right? But but let me say this: was there ever with the execution piece? Because one of the things, so you have a great and and I hope I can give this out since I'm just going to go ahead and say this. You've got a great lead magnet that you give away on organic uh, Facebook secrets and. One of the things you talk about too is, is asking certain types of questions. And one of the things that I can tell you that I've pulled just in having this conversation is how many times you said, so I asked them this. So I asked them this. And, you know, there is this, um, you know, within the space, cause I would say you're in the internet marketing space and, you know, <laughs> right. So there's, there's a lot of, you know, gurus and, and the Gary V hustle and all that kind of stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I have a hashtag F the hustle because I'm just so tired of being screamed at to work. And it's like, I've got just stop yelling at me. <laughs> and, right. and it's like, you know what? If I, if I want to go take a nap, I'm going to do that. And if I feel like writing at night, I'll do that too. But I, I work plenty hard. But the point is, um, you know, this space and this mentality seems to be driven by, by tactics in a way as opposed to simply showing up and doing, which is what you're doing. 
Okay, so I will say there there is definitely tactics. I actually had a, a private message sent to me a couple days ago saying, Ben, I love your whole organic Facebook secrets group. I love what you're doing in there. However, I'm going to challenge you for a minute. And I'm like, oh, kind of had my eyebrow raised. And she said, I don't think what you're doing is organic at all. I think that what you're doing is like grassroots guerrilla marketing. And I love it, but it's not organic. And I... I just replied back to her. I said, absolutely. Absolutely. There is a strategy behind this. And these guerrilla tactics that I'm using are, are, are their basic marketing principles. And she didn't know what organic meant. So I don't, I don't know where for maybe for some of the people that are watching, they might hear the word organic and we're like, what do you mean organic? Like organic whole foods? No, organic has become synonymous with the word free, all right, or Mm non-paid, better to the point, okay? So internet marketing, it's either paid traffic or organic traffic. Paid traffic obviously being paid. Organic traffic is traffic that you do not pay for. Organic traffic is word of mouth. Organic traffic is referrals. Organic traffic is people that actually give a damn about the product and service that you have, and they want to shout it from the rooftops about how awesome it is. That's what organic marketing is. And so I harness that and created a group called Organic Facebook Secrets that allows people to use this organic marketing principles and turbocharge it in a way that helps them get engagement so that they pop up on somebody else's radar and go, holy crap, you're everywhere. Well, okay, so let me back that because it's funny because to me that I instantly and and I think it depends on where your experience in this space. But when I hear organic, that's exactly what I think, non-paid. And I, I consider strategy and tactic to be very two separate things. And I don't mean to get into semantics, but for people listening, like I look at a tactic. So as an example, I create a lot of content, content marketing. And, and I think it was Joe Polizzi of Content Marketing Institute. They said, there will be a point where content marketing will just be marketing. It's not, it's not separate. I mean, con- you create a ton of content online. You are constantly creating content online. And so that is marketing, right? It's free. I look at, at tactics as someone saying, you know, like, look at the Facebook Messenger bots. I've tested them. I'm like, nah, I still don't know where I, f- I sit on that. But it's to me, it's a tactic. Whereas, you know, creating valuable content, sharing it, marketing it, having conversation, that, that to me is, it's this sort of like you were saying, a direct response marketing principle. These are tried and true Things, yes. Right. And it's not something I'm going to give up. I'm not going to stop email marketing. I'm not going to stop broadcasting. Right. So, so it's jumping onto Snapchat and jumping over here and jumping over there. Well, this person grew Facebook, Instagram, and this person did this. So it's staying with that. And to me, like you have found your lane and you're focused on it. Well, it's funny you mentioned that, Kim. And I'm so glad that you did because here's something that I realized. Um, everybody talks about Facebook ads. Everybody talks about paying for the strategies behind how to use Facebook ads or how to be able to use paid marketing. I never saw anybody talking about organic marketing. Now, it's not a new concept, but the very – I never saw somebody talking about like it on Facebook the way that I have. And what I've done is I have created an analogy. So – a lot of coaches and consultants won't work with somebody unless they are making 100K, six figures at least. What I found is that for the people that are bootstrapping themselves, for the people that want to be able to have the engagement that these other people have and not pay, then here's a life ring. And this life ring is use this tactic. Here are a couple tactics from my Red Hot Organic Facebook Secrets playbook. That will help you to generate engagement. I know you don't have an ad spend. I know you don't have thousands of dollars to throw towards marketing. But if you want to be able to bootstrap yourself so that you can invest in Facebook ads, so that you can invest in a coach or a marketing agency that will help you grow even bigger, then here's a life ring. And what I noticed is that nobody was talking about the life ring. Nobody is talking about that. And I, I totally agree. And it's funny because it's like here you have platforms, right? So if you look at it, um, whether it is a website, I, I, I wonder if this is just kind of bear with me because all these thoughts are popping into my head with this. <laughs> right. And, and it's 
I, I think something has gotten lost, right? As people jump into this. And I, I think the, the assumption of not overnight riches, but it's like, they think, well, if I build it, they will come. And, and it's not, it's not, I really don't think people are necessarily lazy. There's a fear of the unknown, but I think that it's, it can't be this simple, but it's, it's the compound effect, right? So you start, you start asking a question on Facebook. Again, you ask a lot of questions and you get feedback and you respond. And so it doesn't have to be that, like you're to your point of there are a lot of people, you know, that don't have the budget to do paid traffic yet. And, I, I want to clarify because I think some people might hear that and think, well, then you're targeting people who don't have money to do business with. And I, I, I think that if you approach everything you do, I know for myself, anytime I've been like, well, I'm going to do this and make money. Well, it doesn't work when I do something to connect and create value. And it sounds esoteric. It sounds idealistic, you know, altruistic, whatever you want to call it. But things flow. Things happen when you just go do good work, right? Which is essentially what mm-hmm. you're doing. It's not about, and, and I look at it too, like how many people, a billion are on Facebook a day, right? Right. Here's, don't tell me you can't organically connect and, and engage and do business with people when you start asking questions. One of the things that you just mentioned, you know, people won't want to go or to, or touch people that quote unquote don't have ad ad spend, don't have a budget because these are obviously people that don't have money. They're, they're not thinking from the way that I'm thinking. I'm thinking of kind of like, um, let's see. How about this? Somebody gets introduced to the world of internet marketing through me, say, for, for instance. I'm their first exposure to any of this. And I say, if you don't have ads, here, use my free playbook and use this in order to generate engagement. They generate engagement. They have something to sell. That's what I say. That's one of my things in the book. You have to have something to sell. So they use it to sell and they sell something and then they make some money and they go. And that's the thing that a lot of people realize. They they read the playbook and they try a tactic out and it works. And they're like, oh my gosh, they're an instant, <laughs> they're an instant believer. Instant believer, right? Especially my binary posts. Somebody finds out the binary post and then they start using it like Abraham, like Maslow's hammer. Like everything becomes a hammer. Everything becomes a nail. They just <laughs> keep using the binary post. But what my strategy is, and I'm going to be very transparent about this, I'm not going to be the quote-unquote organic guy forever. I will have created the, the niche, if you will, but the customer journey is going to go. Those people that learned how to do organic marketing for me – will invest with me when I come and I say, pay traffic for the organic marketer. They'll invest with me when I say, here's the next step. Here's the next step because I'm building that relationship. Beautiful. I, I, that was, that was awesome, Ben. And, and I think when, when people are listening to this, cause again, I see a lot of people who they want to, they've got a service or a product and they jump right in and it's just, there's, there's too much noise online to to just be another person pitching people today. And the way you're doing it with this, in a way, it's kind of funny that we have to say be authentic, be, you know, but, <laughs> but just just show up and be yourself. And when you you're, you're sharing your journey as you're growing this, right? And so there is that level of, oh, well, I know Ben's going to be selling something, but I, he's teaching me this and it doesn't matter. It, you know, when people are ready to buy, they'll buy. If they're like, well, you know, I'm going to stick with the organic right now. And, and so that's the beauty of it. And each customer journey, there's ideally as, as business owners grow, you know, you have that customer journey. You've got that entry point and it's just getting, getting the, the path set up. And a lot of people just want the end result, not, not to fill in the holes with the path. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I agree with that. So where let me, so we've got the Facebook group. And just for everybody listening, of course, I will have all of the links to, to what Ben's doing to the Facebook group, where you can get his playbook. Everything's in there. Any If there was one thing you could get people to do on Facebook, what would that be? Comment and tag people back. If you want to increase your engagement overnight, everybody who comments on your posts, reply to their comment, tag their name, and 
tag their name back when you respond to their comment because this does a couple of things. Number one, it shows Facebook, hey, we got a player here. They're tagging. People love when you tag people's names because Facebook's going to show you love and they're going to promote your post. And by promoting your post, they put your post to the top of the waterfall because Facebook is a waterfall, right? All these posts keep happening. And then, you know, as the post gets longer and longer from the time that it was posted, it gets all the way down to the to where it's where the rocks are, right? In the waterfall. But if you tag somebody, then it moves your post back to the top of the waterfall. And then that person that you tag will get a notification and says, Kim Doyle tagged you in a comment. Holy moly. That sends so much dopamine to that person's brain. <laughs> And they're going to feel good about clicking on that notification, even if you just said, that's so awesome, tag Kim Doyle. And then you might even like their comment that they tagged you in. But then Facebook is going to say, hey, now this comment inside of this post, Kim Doyle was tagging this comment. Let's show this comment to Kim Doyle's friends. Now, everybody who is a friend of Kim Doyle is going to see Kim Doyle commented on this post. If you've ever seen those as you're scrolling through your newsfeed, that's what's happening. It's because Facebook says, hey, everybody, here's a red hot post. We want to encourage the engagement here. Check it out. And that's how you become everywhere on Facebook. You know what? I was sitting there. I was thinking about that. And when you said it sends so much dopamine to the brain, because we like to hear our own names, right? It, it, we just do. And and when I respond to people, I always use their name. And then I usually will back up and get rid of the last name because it's like yes. in my head, I'm thinking, well, I wouldn't say Ben Perry, great point. I'd be like, that's a great <laughs> point, Ben. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, I always get rid of the, the you know, the surname or whatever. But um I just, I love this, Ben. I'm, I'm so glad we connected and I really appreciate everything you're doing and the way you're showing up. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, okay. So again, is there a site or a link you want to give out? And again, I will be recording a, an outro to make sure. So if anything changes, but where's the best place for people to connect with you? Right now, you can just connect with me on Facebook. You can go to the URL www.fb as in Facebook, fbben.com. That will take you directly to uh, my um, Facebook page. That's mostly where I do all of my talking and all of my uh, commenting. Yeah, he, and he's everywhere. <laughs> yes. So, so there's that, um, fbben.com. And if you want to pick up the free secret playbook to Red Hot uh, Organic Facebook Engagement, then visit benperry.co. That's benperry.co. Okay. And everybody, again, I will have the links to the Facebook group, to, to Ben's Facebook profile, and the benperry.co site. Um, as always, thanks for listening. Ben, great having you here. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, Kim. Today's episode is brought to you by leadsurveys.io. Tell me if this sounds familiar. You decide on a lead magnet, you create an amazing ebook for your potential subscribers. You get the opt-in up, whatever platform you're using. It's connected to your autoresponder and then crickets. Are your visitors getting bored with the same type of opt-in? All of this, we're getting used to seeing the same things over and over, right? So what if you could market your subscribers based on the information they gave you at the first point of contact? Yep, that's what lead survey is going to do. You can generate quality leads with simple surveys that convert not open yet. Lead surveys is coming soon. Get an early invitation by going to the wpchick.com forward slash lead surveys. Again, that URL is the wpchick.com forward slash lead surveys.